0: It's Lake of the Weekday, and today we check in with Gary Barnard from the Bemidji Area Fisheries Office. We won't tell you which lake we're talking about yet, but we will tell you this. It wouldn't be the Three Little Pigs' favorite lake. It's the Even though it's Friday, it's still Lake of the Weekday edition of Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line Day happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually But I'm hunting on the fishes in the deep blue sea Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry Cause now we're going fishing Bunyan Country This is Vision Paul Bunyan Country Lake of the Weekday Lake of the Weekday Lake of the Weekday Holy cow It is Lake of the Week Day, and we're checking in with Gary Barnard, the Area Fisheries Manager out of the Bemidji office. As always, Gary, thanks for taking the time today. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, glad to be here, Kevin.
0: This week's lake is not one of those tucked away, never heard of before lakes. Not one of those small lakes that the five or ten people who know about it will be mad at me for revealing. It's a big one. We know all about it. It's Big Wolf. Gary, no secret of that lake, it's on the Cass Lake chain, well-known lake, and historically it's been a very, very uh, good lake in the in the north country.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of the better uh, walleye lakes in the area, about 1,100 acres, and as you said, part of the Cass chain there, uh, actually the, uh, the, f- the farthest uh, one up the chain on the Mississippi side.
0: What about uh, Big Wolf Lake makes it so effective? It, I mean, it, is it just uh, the fact that it is on the chain uh, with Cass? Is it uh, just got a lot of good productive uh, plants and, and uh, feeder animals in there?
1: Yep, uh, a number of those things. You know, uh, Big Wolf being part of the chain, it's uh, it's really one walleye population that moves throughout that chain. And, you know, we've done a, f- a fair amount of tagging and uh, and marking of fry and some other things that show the fish movement in there. and so uh, it's, uh, it's a population that, that moves around, and it, uh, it tends to be a really good early spring-type lake where uh, a lot of those walleyes are up. They do their spawning run in the spring, so they're up to Mississippi as far as they can go to the power dam. And then they, uh, they linger going back down in uh, Big Wolf for, for a while, feeding up after the spawn, and that's what really makes it a really good opener location.
0: Well, certainly we we know that there's um, you know zebra mussels in Cass Lake. I'm presuming there are some zebra mussels throughout the chain as well.
1: Yeah, they're through the chain. It's all listed as infested waters now, um, but uh, I don't think they're quite as well established that far up in in Big Wolf. But uh, they're getting there, you know. They're um, they're in Pike Bay. They're 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 all over the place now. It's uh, they move freely through the chain like the walleyes do.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, so at this point, we maybe have not seen as as uh, dramatic a changes as maybe we're starting to see in Cass.
1: Right, you probably won't see the similar uh, clearing of water in uh, Big Wolf yet that you that you see in Cass. Um, and it's uh, you know a little farther up uh, up the chain, so it's it's getting its load of nutrients from up above as well and uh, um, they're still going to be very productive waters and they're still going to grow walleyes really well. Um, The the nutrients that are in that system are going to continue to get cycled. Okay
0: Uh, you know uh, I was looking at the uh, survey on the website and that's actually from quite a few years ago. Um, I'm assuming that you know you're since they're sharing populations you're just you're, you're doing your surveys on different lakes of the chain right?
1: Yeah, what we do is uh, since gas is in the large lake program, we monitor that every year with annual monitoring. So um, it's a little less uh, urgent to get into Big Wolf. That really doesn't diminish its importance. So we do uh, every 10 years, we do all the lakes on the chain so that we can get a, a look at that population as a whole. And that's actually coming up here in 2019. So uh, yeah, the, the one you're looking at online will be a 2009 survey, but it's uh, still relevant.
0: Big Wolf is the leg of the Week. We've got a lot more to cover with Gary Barnard next. Some people say fishing is overrated. For the record, they are wrong. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. you're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. It's Lake of the Week Day. This week's lake is Big Wolf Lake. Gary Barnard from the Bemidji Area Fisheries Office, my guest. And Gary, again, there's a ton of walleyes in there and as you noted, some of that is based on what time of year it is too.
1: Yeah, that's correct. And I think we sampled uh, over 15 walleye per gill net lift and, and that's a late uh, a late survey in, in August. So, it's probably a lot higher density than that in really? in may and early june
0: <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of walleyes
1: yeah it is and uh... you know it's uh... <clears throat> like you say they, it, it varies throughout the year there with uh... when you do the survey but uh... i'm sure that if we uh... if we did our gill net assessment there in in may or june it, we'd see it a lot higher than that and, um... you know those fish uh... you know they're moving on these spawning runs but uh... They're also you know, feeding up after that, so that, that lake's going to warm up as they come down out of the Mississippi. They're going to hang out in there and feed on chiners and other things for quite a while before they drift back down.
0: What else are we going to find in, in uh, Big Wolf?
1: Well, um, Big Wolf's got a you know a, a typical kind of the, uh, the walleye perch northern pike fish community. Um, pretty good pike numbers in there. Um, good perch abundance throughout the chain. Uh, probably don't have quite the size quality in, uh, in wolf that you'll see down in Cass Lake, but, uh, it's still providing a lot of forage for both walleye and northern pike. Okay.
0: Is there anything unique about wolf compared to the other lakes in the chain that, uh, make it more, uh, a, a better place for a certain fish species or not?
1: Well, you know, that high quality, um, habitat up there from wolf on up to the power dam and uh, um, we do quite a bit of looking through the chain as far as, uh, as young of the year production and stuff and, and wolf does always have a higher uh, proportion of uh, naturally produced walleye than the rest of the chain. Um, we're stocking some fry back into Lake Anjusia because that's where our egg take is. And we do mark those fries so that we can uh, tell the difference between the stocked and the natural. And um, typically, big wolf will have a, a pretty high ratio of natural fish in there, and that's coming from that spawning um, area up above. Uh, really good numbers when we do our electro fishing out there. It's. Uh, um, it's usual to have 100 to 200 young of the year per hour of electrofishing. So okay. um, really good production going on up there.
0: What's the situation with uh, bluegill, crappie, bass? Is, is there a lot of them in there or not?
1: There are, and it, it seems to be growing. Um, it's It's been a good crappie lake for quite some time, but uh, we're starting to hear more about bluegills through that chain, um, even in Cass Lake itself and uh, in the bay's the uh, the western bays of Cass Lake so I think we're seeing a, a growing bluegill population um, we're, we're even looking at maybe doing some protection on that system here in the future um, we've done some lake management planning with the Cass Lake uh, um, large lake program itself and, and of course the connected waters would have similar regulations so um, we're even considering looking at something for bluegill because it does produce some high quality bluegill and it, doesn't have really high densities at this time, but uh, a lot of times that's what it takes to get the good quality, too.
0: I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if the Cass Lake chain has a special reg or if they've got the regular uh, new northern pike uh, ten fish limit.
1: Uh, the new uh, zone regulation is in effect okay. there. There's there's no special reg for pike, so it does have the new... Uh, new rig and that's going to be a a good rig for that system i think it even though it it doesn't have extremely high density throughout uh, it just it has the growth potential and uh that protected slot from uh 22 to 26 is it's going to push a lot of fish out the top end of that slot for some high quality harvest how
0: does it uh, do for muskies
1: um they're there we don't uh typically go in and target with a targeted musky assessment but uh but we see them there we know um anglers catch them there and we always see a few fish up the mississippi in the spring at uh, the tail end of that that sucker run too they're up in there probably gorging themselves on the big suckers that are up there
0: okay um so is little wolf connected to big wolf or or not
1: it is connected, but there's a there's a dam, so it's a one way connection. Um, Little Wolf is above Big Wolf, and uh, you know there's an outlet there that uh, that is a barrier to fish movement up into Little Wolf.
0: Okay, so so those muskies in Big in Little Wolf aren't necessarily getting down into Big Wolf.
1: Well, they could get down. There okay. could be some coming down out of Little Wolf, but uh, no, nothing can run back up in there. So. Yeah, they, we do have, a, that's one of our brood lakes, a little wolf with its uh, a stocked population of muskies. So it's it's possible some of those do get down into big wolf and contribute to that muskie fishery. All right. So it, it, it bottom
0: line, you know, we, we look at the Cass Lake chain sometimes um, as, as an kind of a big lake, a, a, a similar system that kind of all works together, right?
1: Yeah, and, you know, we recognize that a... Uh, a number of years back and and got these uh, all the lakes on the chain to to line up in this assessment program so that we do them all at the same time. And we can gain a lot more information that way because, as we talked about, those fish can be in any basin at any time. So when you survey them all, you can get a a better picture of the the whole population. And do things like estimating the spawner stock throughout the system and and getting some uh... fry production estimates and things like that that you that you can't do on an individual lake when they're moving between is uh wolf
0: as as clear as cast lake is
1: no it's not quite as clear i, I think you're going to see a, a little uh... more turbid water there at least now um, until uh, maybe the zeebs get a little more firmly established up there but uh... Um, it does get some some algae blooms and uh of course in the spring it's going to be pretty clear right away um but it'll have its its algae blooms and um still uh getting turbid uh midsummer
0: and it sounds if you're on the cast lake chain that uh, that's a place you want to check out early in the season
1: yeah and if you're on the chain uh, most people know about it about that early bite up there and um, the, the inlets and outlets of those lakes are kind of the, uh, the gathering places for the fish and the anglers. You can see that one uh, in the spring. Um, it can be some, some pretty significant harvest that occurs up in these connected waters, and that's one of the things that when we look at, at calves and doing our creel surveys and stuff, we have to account for that there's, a, there's considerably more harvest from that population than we're actually measuring because we, we don't do creel on all of the connected waters.
0: Okay, and yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people know, I, I hear it all the time, you know, Kitsche, uh Wolf, all really good lakes early in the year, and then, of course, it uh, kind of shifts over to the big lake, Cass, later on.
1: Yep, that's the pattern, and it's, it's been a pretty consistent pattern, and uh, um, the thing that we're seeing on Cass, it's a little different, you know, as, a, as the water's cleared there, is that it, it's moved towards more of a night fishery, and uh, that may occur on some of these connected basins too if the water clearing continues there but uh, but for now it and uh, in, in the spring in particular those fish tend to be up shallow even though it is fairly clear there uh, they're still using those shallower uh, waters and you can get a bite there uh, most all day long in the spring when they're really when they're really turned on
0: and there's like there is a public access on that lake but there are any number of ways you can get onto wolf lake yeah, you can go you know up and down the river if you want
1: yeah, that's correct. There's uh, there's the access on Wolf Lake itself. There's um, there's accesses on the river up above Wolf that you can take and go down, uh, going through Wolf Lake, or you can come up from any of the Cass lake or connected accesses down there. So uh, lots of ways to get there.
0: All right, it is Big Wolf. It is our Lake of the Week. Gary Barnard from the Bemidji Area Fisheries Office with the details. Hey, Gary, thanks for the time today.
1: All right, thank you, Keith.
0: Country! Country!